Hi, I'm Jen Schwartz. This is Think Fit, Be Fit. This podcast is all about not just doing fitness, but being fit. Okay, everyone. My name is Jen Schwartz. I have a passion for helping people move pain-free, discover their physical strengths, and take ownership of their fitness. The people that I work with are usually too fit or healthy to be considered medically important, and they're not fit or well enough to feel and move their best, but believe that they can move and feel amazing. This podcast, Think Fit, Be Fit, embodies that curiosity and a scientific mindset to information and techniques that will empower the exercise training process. Think Fit, Be Fit believes that the fitness industry has been very misleading. And in order to stay in the gym and move well for as long as possible, it is necessary to deconstruct the culture of consumer fitness and build up a sustainable approach with applicable anatomy and physiology. Head over to impactyourfitness.net. On that website, you will find a podcast tab. Sign up for the Think Fit, Be Fit newsletter. Um, you'll want to sign up if you want to learn more about your body, your mind-body connection, taking your fitness to the next level despite chronic injury, pain, or cycles of several spots of those things. <laughs> and you want to make your body more resilient. I... I'm so excited today. I've got a friend, a colleague. Um, we're kind of flame twins, I think. I just learned that term. Um, <laughs> and you know how this got confirmed yesterday when I saw your Skype, Miranda? Um, oh, wow. Because I think in those pictures, we would have been friends. Like back when oh, like those yeah. pictures were taken, our Skype, like I, uh, yeah, they're yeah, it's Pretty. like my picture's so old, and but it's like it's still it's still who I am, for, you know, deep down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like we would have been friends back then. Like, I was, oh yeah, I know that girl. <laughs> um, so uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Then I'll get into like the nitty gritty of what we're actually going to talk about. Awesome. Uh, well, my name is Miranda Wall, and I. Gosh, what am I? A human. Um, I am a nutritionist. I my background's in, as a doctor in chiropractic. Um, I'm also a yoga teacher and a vegan. And I am obsessed with being healthy and getting other people healthy and moving better and feeling better. Mm-hmm. That um, yeah. So we met at an, in Alexandria, Virginia, at the soccer club, where I meet a lot of great people and. Um, she wanted to help us and help bring mindfulness and yoga to our competitive training, our competitive soccer environment. And yeah, we did that. And I think, you know, we were able to hit it off and it was just so nice to meet, um, you because you're, you're, you're in the, a similar, I don't know, I guess we're very similar in age and like, just so many things. And then you get the resiliency factor that I go after so much. And yeah. then you're also, you're, you know, understand the, the, the girl e girl, uh, approach to life, which is like, we help each other out. 
um, and we help each other feel awesome and make sure that we eat, you know, we always feel awesome around each other. And I love that energy. Like you're a true unicorn, my friend. So oh, I'm so excited you. to have well, we you. Drive. Here. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Um, okay. So uh, think fit, be fit uh, listeners. We have been covering some big topics in overall training performance and what you want to get out of your body. One of those um, I talked about last week was habits and how I was able to create some constraints in like a really positive environment to succeed. And I lost like 10% body fat and, and did not lose any muscle. So stayed at the same muscle mass Ooh. and lost 10% body fat, which um, – it was actually easy and fun because I set myself up the right way. So that was one thing we talked about. We've talked about um, a little bit about muscle uh, physiology, not much. And we've talked about um, going into overtraining and the possibility that we're in that phase a lot. <laughs> um, we talked about having mindset. We've talked about flow state and how that can contribute to being, you know, your own fitness best friend is that you're, you know, seeking for this mindset of focus and intention. I love, I love the idea of, of finding the flow state. Um, and so, and we talked about stress and we talked about it in a way of, you know, how we could be overtraining a lot and that we, our bodies accumulate stress. So we have to have this secondary thing, which is recovery. You stress the body and then you have to have this recovery process to match it. Um, I wrote down aka you know an oversimplification of how our nervous system works that's essentially what this is as adults and adults with injuries because that's where both Miranda and I exist in this world of helping people get over a massive uh chronic injury um you name it I mean uh and we've done it ourselves as well so the the thing is that we're there's a the, these are fundamentals um, to being fit. And uh, there's a, like a lot of factors that contribute to this. So we're talking about recovery today. That's the thing. So you'll want to listen if you want to experience the joy of progress. If you actually want to be fit, you have to focus on your sleep and your rest and your body getting the most out of those things. Um you are in, you know, if you want to be in control of your health, you need to be in control of your rest. Um, why, what else? I don't know. You, your turn, Miranda. I'm done talking. I need a second <laughs> wine. Yes. No, do that. Um, no, I just, I, I think rest and sleep and recovery is so undervalued um, because, you know, you can train four hours a day, um, you know, and get the, the hardest training and workout in, but it's not how many hours you put in the gym. It's how fast can you recover, um, and repair that tissue and rebuild the muscles. And, um, yeah, so I think that downtime is so important, not only just, not only sleep, but active recovery, you know, walking, yoga, rolling, mobility mm -hmm. work, um, and the nutrition that goes into that too. So, um, yeah. So basically here's the way I see it, that we're in an uphill battle 
if we decide to improve our health against these odds of, you know, having, you know, I, I, our bodies, it's like a, it's a, it's a polarizing view in one way. Like in one end, I truly believe that the body is designed to, we don't know how good it's supposed to feel. Like it, it does so many more great things than we're, we are capable of understanding and moving as well, like pushing the boundaries, right? That's mm -hmm. on one side. The other side in, in for me is that um, we're in an uphill battle um, and it's almost like unnatural for us to try to improve ourselves because we're going downhill. You know, our bodies are aging every day and they're taking right. on and harboring a lot of stress. And it it is overwhelming when I when I think about if I don't if I could go down that rabbit hole, I could. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, because it's like on the one hand, you know, you, you see these people, these like ultra marathoners or whomever, you know, who whatever athlete is just at the top of their game and they're training for hours a day and doing all these things. And and, you know, they just seem invincible. Um, but, but honestly, I didn't know remember. humans could run 50 miles at a time. I didn't know oh, that a few years ago. <laughs> I didn't either. I was like, wait, that's that's the thing that you can actually do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and in like uh, unbelievable conditions yeah. um, as well too. <laughs> um, but yeah, but not, but that's the thing. Like we're all individuals as humans. Um, and one, something that works for one person is not going to work for you. Um, and something that may have worked for you in the past Mm -hmm. may not work for you now, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I think just knowing that, that our bodies are always changing. Um, we're always, you know, that stress ebbs and flows and we're always, I mean, I like to look at my body as like, I am just an experiment, mm -hmm. like a work in progress, you know, playing with different variables. Um, yeah. hopefully you know, not too many at once, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, I, uh... I had that conversation with a client the other day, um, various, uh, a hip issue, a knee issue, a foot issue, nothing holding her back. She's still working out three days a week, um, which is great. But, you know, she wants to she wants to make sure that she can work out three days a week because she's like 60 some years old. Um, and it's important to her to do those things, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways, um, the point was. Oh, what was I? <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> Ted, where's my notes? Um, yeah. What were you saying to Miranda? Um, just, you know, that, that what works for your body in the past might not work in the future or, or at the present time. Mm. Um, and just, just, you know, always being able to experiment on yourself. Mm, experiment. Um, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 So, um, We'll move on from my stupid little story. Anyways, recovering is so important. Um, I would say from a, I don't know, when when you take on someone with a nutritional question um, or coaching or um, where is sleep in the conversation? Oh, especially with, with anyone who's an athlete, um, especially with my kids, um, it's number one before nutrition. Yeah. Um, and most, and that is mostly for like my high school athletes that I see, um, because 
it's it's so important and you know, I know that's a specific demographic, but they're still growing and mm-hmm. their sports are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Also, I should mention, um, I did recently move to Texas mm-hmm. and Texas sports are no joke. I know. Okay. Like it's a different world down mm-hmm. here. I mean, you got, I don't even know. They, they're super serious about their sports. Yeah. So they're like training, you know, two, three hours a day, their games, their practices. And then they're up till, you know, till midnight or one o'clock to try to finish their homework and getting up for their, their training again in the morning mm-hmm. at 6 a.m. Yeah. So I try to really stress sleep. That's like number one. Yeah. Um, and then what about with uh, other clientele, like people struggling with hormone issues or... Oh, yeah. Um, because like you need exercise. Right. To help regulate your hormones naturally. Like that's right. huge. Um, and you also need to sleep to let the exercise do its work and, yeah, and in help the brain, brain and yeah. all the hormones and all the, so, you know, what do you prioritize first? I think that's a, cause I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, exercise or sleep. Yeah. Which do you prioritize? Yeah. Sleep. Sleep. Because yeah. if you, if you, if you are under, you know, if you are tired, you're not going to perform a -hmm. workout well. You can't exercise effectively if you're tired Mm -hmm. and you can't train effectively and you're more prone to injury. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's a study that back to high school athletes, which was, um, (laughs) the kids that got like six hours of sleep and the kids that got seven and eight hours of sleep, their injury rates over, a two year period were insanely different. The six hour group was not doing well. Um, I mean, it was like 68% more likely to get in an injury, like a a sustain Mm -hmm. a, a, you know, pretty a sustain the one that would take you out of play. Um, and so there's, I don't know. And then like, I've seen stuff where if you don't, get enough sleep and you're working out, you can actually like do the opposite of what you're trying to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you will put your system in, in a constant inflammatory state. You'll basically create chronic inflammation in your body if you're not getting enough sleep and overtraining. I mean, and that's just, that's setting you up for hormone problems and weight gain and, um, brain fog and, mm-hmm. you know, men, you know, mental health, like even things like depression and anxiety and things like that. Um, yeah. Well, I saw in the book, why we sleep that inefficient sleep. Well, this wasn't in that book actually, but, um, the inefficient sleep has more economic cost than depression in the United States. Oh, <laughs> Ro- making an um, <laughs> at yeah. $400 billion per year. Wow. And that the world health organization just classified overnight shifts as a carcinogenic. Like, so what are the, like it, the things that would make an overnight shift a carcinogenic? It's not just the lack of sleep. It's like what the lack of sleep is doing to the body, right? Right, oh. right. I would think. I mean, yeah, you're you're just throwing off the circadian rhythm, and yeah. So, you know, it's it's just the fundamentals. Um, so, listeners, Miranda and I are not sleep experts. We're, no, 
you know, I do we, love sleep though. Yeah. We, so <laughs> we're just, I mean, I, my sleep, um, geez, my sleep goals. I mean, I, I struggled to get, I, I struggled. I think we've all struggled with sleep because, um, one, I, I, I read recently that one, it's not even natural to do. We're the only mammals that do one huge bout of sleep. I've heard that Everyone well, else yeah. naps. And like, of course, the Italians and the Spanish do it and they do everything better than we do. So (laughs) (laughs) not everything, but um, uh, when it comes. Yeah. So but they do live longer, like they have like less stuff going on than the Americans as far as like as far as like cardiac and, you know, all the major health risk factors. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, if that's true, so if that's true that we're ancestrally dialed in we've only been sleeping in one bout for since the industrial revolution which is like 150 years ago or so like um and all of that could mess up our circadian rhythm and then only 10 years ago did we have the dang dang phones in our face (laughs) all the time the blue light with the blue light (laughs) the mysterious blue light that you need special glasses for Gotta um, love the people who capitalize off of that, though. Yeah, blue but, light blockers. <laughs> yeah, they might have them for the cat soon. Um, oh, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so, if all those things are true, then then we all essentially have struggles with sleep. So, I don't know. All I'm saying, guys, is you probably not. You probably you need to read a legitimate book on sleep and focus because all the suggestions out there for improving your sleep are not like magic they're like try to get one more hour and turn off your lights <laughs> like <laughs> sleep in a cold room <laughs> that's that's one of them um and i read the research some research on that it's uh yeah, too um, loud yeah um i read the research on that it's oh yeah the cold room works oh, okay i t- ted gave me two thumbs up and was like i'm too loud <laughs> <laughs> um and I, that's what i thought it, i'm living my best life hash browns that's right um, so then, um, so for, so my sleep in particular, um, my first encounter with and trying to improve my sleep and even knew that I could, uh, was probably in my, in like 2012 that I even understood that this was a thing you could improve, which is, which is good that it was that long ago. Um, before then I was just like, anxious, um, grew up with, you know, very, uh, much a high energetic kids, shocker playing, like, you know, I was playing four sports at once because like, that was my ADD medication. Like there was none. <laughs> I got dropped off at a different sport. <laughs> um, and, uh, the, the person that I, that wanted to help me, um, he is a nutrition guy um, and he was working at a functional health doctor's office and he did a lot of the poliquin uh, protocols, which is it's it's for bodybuilders. He's very much like eat a lot of meat, like a power athlete kind of thing. Um, would never acknowledge that a vegan could be a bodybuilder, which is totally wrong. But right. um, so many now. There's so many. Yeah. And so, but he was like, okay, that's great. You want to do all this? But he was like, 
where's your sleep? And so he got me on a few supplements that drastically rocked my world and made me fall asleep. And when y'all listeners, listeners, y'all, um, <laughs> they, uh, when, if you get a good night's sleep for the first time and like, uh, it is, you know, immediately, like that is, you're never take another night for granted. You're like, okay, I'm in. And so for me, that was, um, I used magnesium oil or cream and ironically, he had me on a thousand milligrams of taurine at night. And it just, and when I read the research on it, um, it was, it's a, it's a suitable treatment for anxiety, just pure taurine. It just throws it down and it did. It had that effect. It was immediate. It was like pretty obvious. Um, and I'm not a supplement taker. But um, yeah. this was a this this was an exception, and I still keep I definitely do magnesium every night still. Um, but now I've got a whole sleep ritual that I learned from the book Why We Sleep, and also my boyfriend's kind of asleep. Like I whine, I get FOMO like every night. Not gonna lie, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no, I wanna watch this same episode of sex in the city with a glass of wine <laughs> but you guys like that's my that's a big struggle like i can't do that because i want to stay fit and feel gorgeous and look gorgeous and uh you can't you and carrie and the girls can't hang out every night if um right. you want those things so that's so that i just covered like you know six six years of my sleep existence but i gotta tell you it's made a huge difference and um, I can tell on a client when they don't sleep enough. What's your sleep story, Miranda? Um, as you know, as a kid, I was a horrible sleeper. I could never fall asleep. I mean, even when I was like a baby, my mom was like, "Oh, you were like a horrible sleeping child. <laughs> like I would never fall asleep. I would, you know, kind of the same as you. I would think anxious." tons of energy, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it ADD, but something of that nature, you know, running around all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, but yeah, I, I guess just as I got older, I naturally, I don't know, gravitate towards sleep now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a priority for me. I mean, I have a, like, and my friends know, and they're, and I'm like, you guys, I'm up front, I'm lame, I have a hard bedtime on the weeknights of a 9.30 to 10 p.m. window. Yep. Uh, there are no exceptions to this rule, you know. Um, so, and yeah. I, I also, I, I've, I don't know if I've trained myself to do this or, or what, but I will hit a wall, you know, mm. at that time. And, and I just know my body's like, all right, you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, that's that's kind of my story. I don't I don't do any supplements or anything. Um I just I I just like sleep and I like the way that, you know, I feel in the morning after a good night's sleep. Yeah. So I do try to get 8 hours. I really do. Okay, that's it, listeners. We just need you to know that. We need you to know that it's crucial to get some real sleep. Um I am going to dive into this topic deeper with someone that can be like I don't that can that wants to talk about it I mean like I I think it's amazing that our body like literally does all the work if we get eight hours of sleep um it cleans itself up it cleans itself up I 
okay, so um, in my meditation book, uh, in my little meditation program, she has this um, chapter written on how the, like exactly the molecular and cellular processes that the brain cleans out neurotoxins and how those neurotoxins are the things that cause Alzheimer's. Yeah, exactly. I was I was just gonna say that's a main contributing factor yeah. to to Alzheimer's is lack of sleep. Um, Your I brain mean, literally is not able to t- take out the trash. Yeah, yeah, it's um, so it's just amazing that your body can do that. It's also amazing and really sad that we go to school when we're young and we learn uh, how to sit at a desk. <laughs> um, yeah. and and the and the basics of reading and writing and whatever but we don't learn the basics of our body yeah. so adult <laughs> listener it's okay we all have this problem go focus on your sleep and i'm saying this in a i don't want to make you feel stupid at all like i i want you to feel like it's just it's okay sleep is not a luxury it's a necessity that's i think that's the takeaway it's not it's not a luxury thank you so much for listening be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and comment like dislike just give me some feedback on facebook and instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness